0: Today's episode is dedicated to Alyssa, my friend and fellow COVID bride who I cannot wait to watch walk down the aisle in just a week. You've got this. I have almost nothing in common with any Olympic athlete. They're elite humans at the top of their game. I struggle to run a mile. But this year, while the 2020, but actually 2021, Tokyo Olympics air, I feel an unlikely commonality with these competitors. Not when they lose, no, that I am intimately familiar with, but actually when they win. As these men and women reach the top of their game, win a long-awaited medal and stand on the podium, I feel like I know a little bit about how they're feeling. It's the best moment of their lives. It's all they ever wanted, and for many, it'll be the only time they're on that podium. But their families aren't there. The stands are empty. The celebrations are on pause. It's what they dreamed of, but thanks to COVID, it's not what they planned. Now, why does that feeling, that our best day has a pandemic-sized asterisk next to it, feel so familiar? I'm Carly McGuire, and this is Not What I Planned. So the last time I sat down at this microphone was a few days before my wedding. And here is a little snippet I recorded the night before, after the rehearsal dinner, and after a perfect evening spent in my childhood basement with my parents, watching TV, as if the next day weren't the biggest of my life. And yes, I am embarrassed to share this with you. I don't think I've ever been this happy. (laughs) It's the night before my wedding. The rehearsal dinner was perfect. My friends, my family, they're here, and even though a lot of people we love aren't, I'm still just really excited and nervous (laughs) and, and overwhelmed, but I'm just so happy. I always planned on getting back from the wedding and starting this podcast again, I wanted to share how Lucas and I pulled off our smaller COVID celebration and what some of the unexpected benefits were, like actually spending time with each of our guests, and how maybe my home was better suited for 45 people instead of 145. I'd also tell you how our virtual guests all watched the wedding ceremony in silence because something happened to the Zoom that left our iPad on mute. And I guess that could be considered our wedding disaster. But believe me, I would have considered it much worse had someone interrupted the ceremony to unmute the iPad. I know everyone watching who was texting someone at the ceremony to do that was just trying to help, but that would have made me really upset. So I'm glad that didn't happen. So again, I'm so sorry to all those people, specifically Kyle, your face in the gallery of Zoom guests, Is burned into my brain. At least we kept the ceremony short. I'd also use this podcast to plan my big post wedding celebration and wanting to talk to brides who were doing the same and ones who were going to attempt their first and hopefully only wedding for 2021. 11 days after my wonderful, perfect wedding, my dad had a heart attack. My dad is okay today, and that's what's most important but my world stopped while he was in the hospital. And by the time he was home recovering, it felt like a year had passed since my wedding. Not one and a half weeks. I can't quite pinpoint when I decided I wouldn't be having a second wedding celebration. It wasn't just because my dad had a heart attack or because cases surged again in the fall. When people asked about my plans for another party, I started to get vague pointing to the uncertainty of vaccines and the likelihood that 2021, if safe, would be full of postponed weddings and couples who were waiting until 2021 to get married. And also, I think most brides, COVID or not, understand this feeling after a wedding. You are exhausted. There's such an emotional come down after a wedding. You've spent months, a year, maybe more prepping for it. It's an amazing day. It's the best day. You and your husband are the stars. And then it's just over. It is jarring. You don't realize how much emotional and physical energy went into your wedding until you don't have anything else to do for it. Even without the trauma of my dad, I was exhausted after mine. Planning this wedding for a year, planning it during a pandemic, had taken everything out of me. I can't quite remember when I decided officially that we weren't doing it, but in December when my dad had a second heart attack, I knew I was just done. I couldn't do it anymore. Nearly losing my dad twice was the reminder I needed that Lucas and I did have an amazing wedding. We got married. We committed our lives to one another. And for getting married in the middle of a pandemic, we had most of our loved ones there a few great friends who could safely attend, the food was great, the weather was perfect for the East Coast on Labor Day weekend, and the cake was the best I'd ever had, thanks to my mother-in-law. I came to terms with the fact that there would be no later celebration. I say me because I know Lucas wanted a big party too, But he was feeling similar exhaustion and saw no reason to go through it all again when there were no guarantees about 2021. And I should add a caveat here that our amazing Denver friends who couldn't come to our actual wedding did throw us an absolute banger Denver wedding, so real and fun and full of love that I often refer to it as our second wedding. So I guess what we gave up was a third wedding, but it was still hard. I always pictured getting married with our entire extended families and our friends we'd made from Wyoming to Georgia and Denver over the course of our relationship. We made our choice, and we have no regrets about our decision to have our wedding in 2020. Does that mean I wasn't jealous of all the brides this spring and early summer who had their full-capacity, mask-free weddings, and of the bachelorette parties all over my feeds? God, no. I'm only human but I know we did the right thing for us. So that's me, how are you? When I lost the momentum to have another wedding celebration, I also lost the momentum to talk about it on this podcast. What else could I add to the conversation about weddings during COVID? But when I decided to revisit this project and talk about what I've been doing for almost a year now, I really wanted to hear how my other brides and first guests on the show were doing. So I reached out and thought I would update you on where our brides are today.
1: So I originally was like, no, it'll be fine. I'm in denial. Lauren
0: is not only the sister-in-law of my college roommate, she's also a popular blogger in Chicago. When we talked, Lauren was, was already on her third wedding date planning for June 2021. But in March of this year, it seemed unlikely that her Chicago city wedding would happen on June 6th. So she made new plans to have her wedding in August, a little further outside of the city. She details everything that went into her decision on her blog, Lakeshore Lady.
1: And so we walked there, a realtor let us in the house. Carrie and and
0: Gavin Gavin got married in early June after postponing exactly a year. Carrie and I couldn't touch base in time for this podcast recording, but I absolutely want to talk to her and hear about her dream wedding and how she managed to get it all done before the word Delta took on a whole new meaning.
1: It's been... Two years since I bought that dress.
0: Kaylin and I share an amazing wedding planner in Liz & Co. events. Like me, Kaylin was set to have a home wedding in April 2020. When COVID first hit, she and her fiancé Reeves decided to get hitched and throw the party later in the summer of 2020. Not long after our interview last year, ongoing capacity restrictions led Kaylin and Reeves to postpone a third time to September 2021. When we caught up, I was struck by two things. One, how a year later, even with vaccines, Kaylin was once again trying to avoid looking at COVID case numbers and keeping the worries about the feasibility of her wedding at bay.
1: It's funny. I, like, almost feel like I have almost PTSD because (laughs) for now, the third time, we... Are planning and, like, trying to get everything set up, it's, it just reminds me so much of, like, March 2020.
0: And two, how much more work it sounds like postponing was
1: than I would have thought. All of the contract language changed for postponing it to this September, mm-hmm. where it was like, local laws aren't um, saying you can't have it, then you need to proceed or else you lose everything. So it became like kind of intense.
0: I don't know why this is surprising to me. Brides like Kaylin, who have postponed multiple times, have basically put together these thousand piece puzzles only to have to break it up, put it back in the box in chunks, and then take it out again a few months later. Yes, some of your pieces stayed together in the box, but others, you have to start fitting them in all over again. It's a lot of work that no couples ever anticipated before 2020.
1: I don't want to wish it away, but at the same time, it's just been so much stress.
0: But through all of it, Kaylin is finding that the stress, while it's been a lot, has come with some moments of joy that are helping her recapture why she wanted to have this big wedding in the first place.
1: But as we get closer, it's really cool to have so many other people really really excited about it the canopy of lights going down the driveway like that for whatever reason that image makes me so 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 excited I also bought this like massive beautiful white couch with like um gold molding all around it it's like eight feet long crazy and I was like I don't know how I'm gonna get this out of here but like I want this (laughs) I'm just gonna do it. Um, So I bought it and we're using it at the wedding for something but it's like random things like that that are just getting me like very very stoked.
0: I'm wishing Kaylin and Reeves good weather, good vibes, and so much joy for their long overdue celebration. Yeah, that's basically what happened, It's like the bride part of my Diana was actually one of the first people I reached out to via Reddit for this podcast. She and her now husband, Jake, were absolutely delightful. And it turns out Diana had a better sense for this whole pandemic than most of us did. She had already postponed her wedding to November, but she seemed skeptical at the time, that that would even happen. So she and Jake got married in her parents' backyard on June 6th of last year. They planned to have a bigger celebration in November, but canceled that in August. And even though they wanted to have a one-year celebration in June of this year, life had other plans. That's Elizabeth, Diana's newborn daughter, Diana found out she was expecting late last year, and she and Jake welcomed a baby girl one day before their one-year anniversary. No party, but I think they're okay with that. As for Sarah, I was not able to reach out to her. I connected with Sarah over Reddit, much like Diana, but her account is gone, and I don't have any contact information for her. I wish her and her fiancé Zeke the very best. So now it's August 2021, and I'm asking myself, what is the point of this podcast? It started as a way to capture a moment in time that seemed so unimaginable and insular, a pandemic delaying weddings all over the world. For some people, weddings are back in full swing and it's almost like the pandemic is over. But in just the last few weeks of this summer, variants and stagnant vaccination levels have caused a fourth surge that's threatening a new batch of weddings. And that just sucks. My heart goes out to the ones who waited months and even more than a year to have their day in the clear, only to see new mask mandates and restrictions come out. Unlike last year, it didn't have to be this way. And I am so sorry. So there's that aspect of it, but there's more too. Is the idea of a wedding not happening as one hoped, truly exclusive to pandemic couples? Of course not. So I'd like to keep doing this podcast and not because I like the sound of my own voice, but because I think weddings are special. And you're allowed to think yours and your friends and your family's weddings are special. We've been told to have perspective over the past year and understand what's really important. But weddings are important to people, and that's okay. So that's what this space is going to be, a place to celebrate, vent, and understand that your wedding is important to you, and sometimes it just doesn't go the way you hoped it would. So I will keep listening, and I will keep telling these stories as long as I can find them. So I hope you all, the listeners, can help me out there. And I hope you'll listen and get vaccinated. I'm Carly McGuire, and this is Not What I Planned. See you next time.